Good morning, Cape Town. Lester Kibbit. Starting your day on Cape Talk. Uh, it's 15 minutes to 8 o'clock time now for the World View with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam. Hope you are well. This what is Morning, Lester. Today's Wednesday, yes. Well spotted. Yeah. Well all spotted day, all day. Uh, yesterday, uh, news floating that uh, the American President Joe Biden breaking some incredible news earth-shattering news, important geopolitical news. This is while he had in his hand a vanilla bean ice cream, a a Gaza ceasefire. Uh, Joe Biden seemed to have announced in an ice cream shop in in New York just two days ago. Yeah, he he seemed very excited, didn't he? Uh, Maybe it was more about the ice cream than it was about the announcement. No, he was excited about the announcement, and it's a very positive one, about how he hopes to have a ceasefire by next Monday. We're very close. There are still some things to work out. Uh, reporting the progress of negotiations between Israel and Hamas and other uh, interested parties. We're close. We're not done yet. My hope is next Monday, by next Monday, we'll have a ceasefire. And you're right, all while holding an ice cream. Did you notice the ice cream? No sauce, no sprinkles, no sort of extra little fussy bits, no extra luxuries, bare necessities. That's our honest Joe, isn't it? Uh, He also didn't lick it or bite it or do anything with it at any stage at all. I think it was a prop. I, I think it was handed to him. I didn't notice it melting on his hand either. I guess he wasn't that long, but still, it is winter in New York too. Uh, but we, I don't know. The response to this has, generally speaking, been muted. So it's a sort of a get your hopes up, don't get your hopes up. And given that last week America was in deep doo-doo for vetoing that UN Security Council resolution demanding an immediate ceasefire, instead going its plowing its own furrow, you kind of think, America, stop it. Join in with other people. Stop constantly trying to lead. But do you know what? If it leads to peace, I suppose that's the thing, isn't it, ultimately? Something to stop the fighting. Of, of course, the most important part of this conversation is that there could be a, a truce, uh, a ceasefire soon in, in Gaza. But just as an aside, this thing of American presidents and American presidential candidates, when they have to be seen to be like everybody else, eat a hot dog, uh, go to the local state fair and judge the yes. chili contest, or like Joe Biden, go to a ice cream store and they just drop a major geopolitical bombshell. There's this fascination with American politics and what presidents and presidential candidates are eating. You're right. And how easily are they caught out as well? There was a very famous moment in a UK election when the leader of the Conservative Party and Prime Minister to be, David Cameron, uh, tucked into a burger, and Ed Miliband, his Labour counterpart, tucked into a hot dog. Ed Miliband made a dog's dinner of his hot dog, the bits everywhere, his face was all contorted, it did not look good. So when it came to David Cameron showing he's a man of the people, he ate a hamburger, or a beef burger, depending <laughs> on how you look at it, with a knife and fork. <laughs> Both of them look completely oh. stupid. Oh, oh, how eaten of him. Let's go then to the Netherlands. Uh, a Dutch mega trial ensnaring a ruthless gangster and his entire entourage. How many yeah. suspects in the dock? 17, it was, who were convicted in one fell swoop, uh, some more serious than others, but 17 of the gang, including one of Europe's most wanted criminals. This guy who's essentially the boss of a drug cartel in the Netherlands called Ridwan Tagi, jailed for murder and firearms offences and aggravated robbery. This has been the biggest criminal trial in Dutch history. It was spread across 142 days. 
but spread over six years. So six months worth of trial, essentially, over six years. 800 pages of pleadings, 3,000 pages of documents. I have to say, no relatives of the victims, and there were multiple murders involved in this case, no relatives came forward and gave evidence because of the fear and the vulnerability they felt from this guy, uh, Rivan Taghi. So a lot of it was based on an informant, Nabil B, a former gangster turned police informant. And just to give you an idea of how explosive this was as a trial, Nabil B, a week after he turned police informant, his brother was shot dead. A year later, his lawyer was shot dead. And then a year after that, a journalist that he'd been talking to was also murdered. So people did not want to talk, at least not noticeably. And then finally, Freddie Mercury's house is on sale, a grand place for a grand price. How much? Yeah, not where he grew up in Zanzibar. Uh, Not that he spent a lot of time there, but in West London, in Kensington, very posh Kensington. Uh, Yours for £30 million, roughly speaking, 720 million rand. For that, though, you get Freddie Mercury's house. I mean, there's no price on that. Well, there is a price now. I just mentioned it. But you get... Uh, a mirrored dressing room, uh, a double height living room, so sort of extra stuff in there, uh, a bar, a library, a Japanese style garden, eight bedrooms all in Kensington with a nice little walled garden around it. So you're just around the corner from Kensington Palace and the Diana Gardens and so forth. You don't get the piano upon which he composed Bohemian Rhapsody. That was sold separately. You don't get any of the other trinkets. But Mary Austin, remember her from the film Bohemian Rhapsody? His girlfriend, fiancé, and ultimately just best friend. She was left the house in his will. She's lived there 30 plus years. She thought, you know what? I think it's time to move on and let somebody else enjoy this. Plus, they're blooming expensive to heat those sort of 100, 200 year old houses. So, good luck if you fancy it. Uh, maybe she's saying who wants to live there forever. You get it? It's the, it's the <laughs> no, Queen song no, from Highland. It's called Who Wants to Live. I just And of course, if it went to auction, the hammer would fall. <laughs> All this innuendo. Uh, Adam Gilchrist, enjoy the rest of your day. I'll chat you on Thursday with the Worldview.